Hi there, and welcome to the Labari Media Podcast. My name is Joseph, and I'm your host. So on today's show, we talked to Jessica Uche. She is the country director for Nigeria for a company called Native Teams. If you've never heard of Native Teams, they're basically working on helping remote workers. So if your company wants to hire somebody in Nigeria or Ghana or other African countries, you basically use their platform. So we had to sit down with Jessica just to talk about the platform, what they do, and basically what trends they're looking for or what's happening in the world of remote work and remote hiring. And just a quick note, um, the conversation cut off, you know, just early on when they're recording. So when the podcast starts, we just get straight to the point. Well, that's technology for you. What can you do? But yeah, um, conversation is still good. And we had a really good conversation about everything. So I hope you like it and enjoy. When you got appointed to the country director job, was it this year or was it last year? I became a country director this year, June, precisely. Uh, however, I joined Native Teams last year as a business development manager. And how has the country director experience been? Because I'm sure that you know, going from business development to country director is a whole different, you know. Um, basically getting more responsibilities. So what has the kind of the experience been so far working with different groups of people? Of course, more the the experience has become more managerial. Yeah, so now you deal with, you get to make much more decisions and you get to make uh, overall decisions that cuts across products, uh, UX, uh, operations, customer success. Uh, I started as a BDM where the core was, you know, getting us into the market, getting us revenue, getting us market share, getting us users. But now it is more around coordinating all of the team that has to make this happen and working with them to see that the goal for Nigeria and Africa is achieved. So starting from the setting up revenue goals, how to achieve this target, how the team can collaborate to achieve the targets, uh, the usual check-ins and updates to see how far we have gone, the work alongside the marketing team to see if they are pulling their weight, work alongside the sales team, the CS team, and of course the product team to ensure that the interesting thing about Africa is that a product, a product gets to change every time because of how dynamic the continent is. So you want to be up to date on what is required in your field in terms of payroll, in terms of payment, and continue iterating with the global product team to see that our product is also localized for Nigeria and for Africa. I think that would kind of lead to my next question because I know you're going. Ah, I see. So. <laughs> You're getting all this, you know, you know that in Nigeria, there's a whole different standards of how hiring works. And I'm sure in Ghana, you know, too, there's a different time. So how do you kind of research to get all that feedback? Are your teams on the ground? Are you guys doing research surveys? How is that done? 
do you mean how we expand into countries or how we operate countries yeah. that we are already in? Yeah, so basically, how do you expand to other countries? Because if you're coming to Ghana, for instance, how would you know what you know, are the requirements for hiring? So how would you go about kind of getting the data? Of course, there is the crucial aspect before making an expansion decision, which is research. Uh, the initial one you could do over the internet, but eventually we, we have someone on ground who does the on-ground market research to see how our industry, our sector works in that, in that country. Then we can decide if it's a country that we can take on at the moment. Uh, if it's not something that we think we can take on at the moment, probably push it to a later time. If it's something that is very similar to a country we are already present in, then it's probably a country that is just going to take uh, some few iterations and we are good to go. But like I mentioned earlier, the very good thing that we do is from inception, we have our legal and our accounting team. They get to advise us on how the sector is, how the government works with that sector, interacts with that sector, the expectations from us, in terms of compliance and the expectations from our incoming clients or would-be clients in terms of compliance from the government. So all of this we have on ground and from local local firms so that we make our decision based off of that and based off of the on-ground market research from our representative who is who is who or who is or who has come around. So what I'm trying to say is if for example we consider uh, expanding into Tanzania, for example, we are going to usually do the market research for Tanzania online, see how viable it is in terms of the type of business that we do. Then we have someone who will be or travel to Tanzania and be on ground to do the research according to how our sector works, then get our local, our local firms for both legal and accounting. A combination of all of this information is uh, is what drives our eventual decision to expand into that country or not. And how, Every other thing is built off of that. Okay. And how many countries have you officially expanded to in the African region? Right now, we are in Nigeria. We are in Kenya. We are in South Africa. We are in Morocco. And we are just, uh, you know, completing our entry into Ghana. And what would you say is the hardest part of expansion? Is it more of getting teams on the ground? Is it hiring? What's the hardest part of expanding to other countries? As similar as we like to say that we are in Africa, things are also dynamically different per country. Uh, one would say that Nigeria is just the neighbor of Ghana, right? But mm -hmm. the payment and the payroll process is, there's nothing similar about it. The labor laws are not, I mean, we are similar. We have the same weather. We have the same color. We understand ourselves. We are always fighting about whose job is better. <laughs> but we, <laughs> yeah, but we have Nigeria where you can send money to someone and it drops in one second. I mean the local bank account, right? right? Uh, over here, and we don't have uh, the mobile money is not as popular as what we as uh, what Ghana has. But over here in Ghana, it's more about mobile money. Yeah. 
So things are different such that, like I said, we have to localize every single thing. And frankly, that is that is one of the biggest like hustles, right? You would say that uh, someone would say, ah, yes, finding into Ghana, they're just our neighbor now. Mm. I mean, they're just our neighbor, but to build out a product that is tailored to Ghana, it takes, it's going to take a whole lot of iterations. It's going to take a whole lot of brain work in development in even trying to strategize and how to put it to work. Then you also have to think about how to generate revenue from each country, right? Mm-hmm. Some African countries are not used to subscription-based models, which is what native teams operate on. But there are some African countries who do not mind subscription-based models, for example, South Africa. So when you're expanding into these countries, you have to think of the on-ground work. But you, aside that, you also have to think about the revenue generation model that will work for each country that you're going into. We, we make money as we do business. Right? We do not finish doing business before money starts coming in. That's how we operate. So the decision we have to make has to be something that will be aligned with the company's global revenue generation um, expectation as much as we also want to serve and localize our products and our experiences. Yes, so you mentioned that, you know, different countries have different, you know, as far as finances and everything else. But I wanted to touch more about that part. You know, in Africa, we have like different fragmentation when it comes to payment systems. As you said, mm-hmm. I know we're more on mobile money in Nigeria. I think you guys are more bank transfer heavy. Um, so I think my question is, how do you take advantage or how do you kind of um, partner with local providers in different African countries to kind of make sure the financial part of the business is working as smooth as possible? We are very huge on partnerships for you to expand globally. And while you can build out your own system, if you're looking to expand into new places, it's best to hinge on partnerships, people who have built similar things or people who have built structures that can enable you come in faster, then you can build out your own system as you grow. And so we're very huge on partnerships. We do not, a lot of times, we do not like to see things as competition. We prefer to see things as collaboration. Mm. We'd like to partner with you. So we'd like to partner with local companies who are already building something that can enable what we want to work or what we want to do, the service we want to provide. We simply partner with them and leverage their infrastructure, their solution to expand. And eventually, if we decide it's time to build out our own, then we build out our own. Right now, we are in 60 plus countries. So imagine having to build out solutions individually for 60 plus countries. Mm -hmm. That will make expansion way harder than it should be. And it will take longer time than what we have right now. So we leverage partnerships a lot because we believe that to be a global business, you should thrive on global partnerships. Okay, cool. Okay, now I want to touch more about, you know, kind of, I don't know if I say competition, but you're, you're a global company and, and there are other companies out there like Deal, for instance. So I think what I want to ask is trying to get more companies to sign up. 
how do you guys differentiate yourselves from the other competition in the field? Like what makes native teams a little bit ahead of the curve when it comes to um, global HR and also payments for uh, hiring um, freelancers and everything else? Okay, so first things first is what I had mentioned earlier. We localize your experience. So for example, if we have a user who has some concerns with their account or maybe their payroll in Nigeria, they are going to be speaking to a Nigerian who understands in total how payroll and payment work. If it becomes legal, they will be speaking to a legal in Nigerian legal firm. Same thing with accounting. So this differentiates us because for companies who hire with us, they know that for every individual that they onboard using us, they get to have localized experiences. I'm going to give you an example. Okay. If we have a US company who has 10, pe 10 people in Nigeria, five people in Kenya, 10 people in Ghana, one in UK, three in Germany. All of these hirings are made through native teams, but each individual is not going to have the same experience. Each individual is going to have a localized experience that is tailored to them. So that is one thing we are huge on, and you can hear that in our name. We are native. We speak your language. We understand what is going on. We can solicit for you on behalf of the government in terms of labor laws. We are going to pay you your money in your local currency if you want that. We can also pay you in international currency if you want that. Besides that, we are boots on ground, like I said. We also like to tell our users, or we are very close to our users. We find ways to interact with our users sometimes reach out to them, maybe have some sort of podcast, interview, fiscal interviews with them, ask them how their experience is going, how they want us to improve on that. And so customer experience is very important for us because we want to ensure that we are giving you the best of experience, again, in a localized uh, way like you'd want it. We also like to say that we are quite competitive or affordable in terms of pricing. Mm. Uh, Africa as a continent, uh, exactly colors rich, right? So we have iterated our, our, our pricing model such that it is not it is not overboard, and it's it's also not it's also not very little. So we want to offer Africans and international businesses the ability to hire and manage their employees globally at an affordable rate. Okay, so being a global company, I'm sure you guys are using some you know, tools to help you guys stay ahead of the curve. Are you guys also into you know, trying to see how best to utilize AI to basically be more efficient in doing your day-to-day -day business or are you guys kind of just focusing on what you have now? If there is something that nobody is going to run away from these days, it is the use of AI, right? Sometimes even when you type your email from your email, uh, Grammarly is trying to suggest a better way for you to word the email, right? AI is embedded, even if you do not directly embed it yourself, there are services that you're using that have already embedded AI. 
we are not against AI. In fact, we are very much pro-AI because we believe that if there are better ways to do things, if there are faster ways to get things done, that is what technology is about. We are a technology company, and so we are fully in support of technological advancements that will make the lives of our clients easier. The future of what remote work looks like. I think, you know, during the pandemic, that, that was a major shift to more remote work. And I think right now, um, I don't know, businesses are kind of looking at kind of either a hybrid or even going back to, I guess you can say, you know, back to the office. Um, but I think you guys, for you guys, you know, this hiring is still in place as far as globally. So what do you think the future of remote work looks like, especially for the African employees or employers? Like, what do you think is going to happen, let's say, maybe two to three years from now? Are there any trends or anything interesting tidbits that you guys see from your end? Okay, I'm going to start by saying that in native teams, we believe that the future is remote. We believe the future is remote. Now, when I say the future is remote, it doesn't mean that remote means not going to the office, right? Or going to your company headquarters. If your company is headquartered in the US and you're working from Nigeria or from Accra or from Nairobi, you can be remote working in Africa but you probably have to go into the office maybe bi-weekly or once in a month. You are still a remote worker. What we mean by remote here is that it is no longer the case that companies can no longer hire you because you are not resident at their headquarters. That is no longer the case. You know, as a company, what do you guys, or how do you guys measure success? Like, what's, I guess, your your end goal, your mission? Is it to just basically try to cover as much of the African region as possible? Is it has to be more about sales, you know, getting meeting your quarterly numbers, things like that? But what's your the end goal for the company? What's the mission drive? So the end goal for us in three dimensions right of course there is just the usual revenue generation you know and acquisition of market share but also part of it part of the success or part of what success looks for us in several countries and continents again is that we are we are localizing the experience our product is localized to fit our customer experience is localized to fit everything that has to do with our features and our products and our app it's localized to fit that is also what success means for us and there is a part that has to do with the team that there is a solid team on ground in this country that is fully operational and can handle themselves independently of course, the global team is always there to come in if need be. So that's how we measure success in terms of people, in terms of product and operations. And then, of course, the, the Baba, like would call it in Nigeria, in terms of revenue and market share. Would you say you guys look at the competition to see what exactly they're doing when it comes to maybe building um, different features and different products? Or do you guys focus on what you guys are focusing on? It would be dishonest to say that 
business people do not check out their competition once in a while. However, our idea at Native Teams is not to build to become like our competitors. It is to build to become better and better version of ourselves. We know what we want to be. We know where we want to go. We know what we are looking forward to becoming. We keep building to be better. The goal is to be better than we were last year, last month, last week in terms of products, in terms of experience, and in terms of revenue generation. So what is next for Jessica Uche? So what are you kind of looking at now that you're a country director for Native Teams? Are you looking for maybe a bigger role in the future? Or are you just kind of planning about ear? Like, what are your plans like going forward? This is a very tricky one. <laughs> uh, right now, I am focused on solidifying AFID more in Nigeria. But apart from that, we are taking our expansion into other parts of Africa quite seriously. And that keeps me very busy. And the good thing about uh, the good thing about our product, our industry, is that it cuts across several factors. So you can say we are in the payroll sector. You can say we are in the in the HR sector. You can say we are in the payment sector. You can say we are in the mobility sector, right? You can also say we are in the compliance sector. So that keeps me very busy because that's a whole lot of sectors to 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 merge or kind of unite what they are about to make your products better. So right now, uh, I am more focused on working around our expansion into other African countries to make things way easier for our clients who would rather hire from other places aside Nigeria and the countries that we are already present in. About what I'm going to do next, uh, fingers crossed, I like to let the day unfold. Okay, so last question. Um, what would you say is, or which um, department in your company would you say is your favorite? Is it a products team? Is it a marketing team? HR? Who would you say is, or what makes, which department is more exciting for you when you check it out? If I mention, if I say anything that is not the business team, then... <laughs> Anyways, I have to say that one of the most exciting of all of that, of the team to work with, is the product team. I say this because the product team unites every other team, right? It unites operations, reunites revenue, reunites marketing. Everything comes under the product. And so if you're building a product, it is the case that you build the product in line with, in or in sync with all the other teams. So the product team is definitely one I really enjoy working with because you can be thinking of something from a business or revenue point of view, and then the devs have to remind you that there is a user experience part, there is the design part, you know, and you also have to call yourself back sometimes. So there is actually the operations part. How is this going to work at the back end? So that is always exciting, challenging, always having to look at things from several perspectives and several point of views that the customer or the user will experience and putting that into perspective. So that will be the productive. 